0: in just a few taps because when it comes to getting the most out of your home you can do this when you Angie that download the free Angie mobile app today or visit angie.com that's A-N-G-I.com.
1: what's up this is the most must see w w e superstar of all time and his lovely gorgeous wife marie and you are going in smackdown live
2: and hey, this is shinsuke nakamura just give
1: watch him Going in the Raw. Hey Brendo, Steve here, and Larson. And welcome back to Going in Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you will be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steven Larson. Filmed on the River Styon at twitch.tv forward slash Stephen Larson and paying tribute over in the audio realm wherever podcasts can be found. We're going to talk about the special tribute to Undertaker. They keep insisting I'm retired. I didn't say I'm retiring. Michael Cole said, Boneyard was the final match of my career. I never Man, said that. If there if
3: are so much as thinks about coming back, they're going to look like a bunch of jerks over there
1: for all the oh, production tonight. That's going to happen. Man. Dude, okay, Man. so... This This was a weird episode of SmackDown. Well, I mean, the circumstances dictated that
3: uh, it was going to be weird. By necessity, Uh, yeah. Based on uh, all the positive COVID tests, uh, obviously working with a pretty uh, uh, much smaller roster. Um, You know, granted, we don't know who who amongst the uh, maybe upwards of 30 names on a SmackDown roster who may have tested positive and therefore not available for the show. Yeah, We don't know these things, but, uh, you know, announced matches didn't happen.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, one thing that was announced last week, the toast of Jeff Hardy didn't
1: happen this week, but it was announced for next week. Yeah. So I wonder if, okay, so I don't know. We can start playing detective, but that's incredibly reckless. Sheamus wasn't there. No, um, And I, I have no idea what that means or why that would be, um, but yeah, he wasn't there. I didn't notice AJ Styles there as well, although that could potentially be motivated by the fact that we saw him die on the episode tonight in the Boneyard match. Maybe they didn't want that visual of him being be. there. It could be. It I could mean, that's be. just speculation uh, on my part. His Yeah, it could be. It could be. Drew and Gulak was there. Drew Gulak was there, yeah. So, uh, but so yeah it's, it's irresponsible
3: yeah. To, uh, to speculate on, on that kind of stuff
1: so. yeah for sure i mean yeah you can wonder um uh in the crowd we had a mixture of mascaresses and no mascarists sin mascaress. uh why if given the option why do you think people would not wear a mask in this situation you had like because uh, this was filmed today right uh, yeah. So all the COVID stuff is out there. It's out there yes. in the world. Yes. At this yes. point, why would uh, uh, Rick Bugenhagen not be sporting a mask? I have no idea. Again, I don't know. Unknown. So many unknown mysteries on SmackDown tonight. Again, I'm not going to speculate. Yeah.
3: I'm happy that there were masks, you know, because we'd heard uh, conflicting reports either uh, telling them, no, you can't wear a mask or just kind of relative indifference towards masks. Uh, I'm happy to see at least a decent portion of, of the crowd mm. were wearing
1: masks. Simone Simone Johnson, The Rock's daughter, mm-hmm. blasted that on Twitter saying that, get your stuff right. That never happened. The the idea that they said, don't wear masks, that Kevin Dunn mm-hmm. was like anti-mask. Somebody put that out there and she was like, no, nah, that's not the case. Um, so I don't know, man. I I don't know what the situation is. Uh, it all made up for a weird smackdown. Uh, I guess, like, I guess they 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 wanted to use. They were like, "Hey, we need to we need to fill out this episode because we're in a real bind here." Undertaker's thing just happened. Let's do a tribute to the Undertaker. Yeah, just,
0: that makes sense.
1: F- just figure maybe he's retired, so we'll go ahead and act like he's retired. And it's wrestling; thing, anything
3: can happen. Yeah, the whole thing was centered around honoring the Taker retiring. Uh, there's just one kind of important piece missing from honoring the Undertaker in his career: the Undertaker. Yeah. So at the end of the show, <laughs> when yeah. Jeff Hardy defeats Baron oh, Corbin,
1: that was the to, funniest to, thing to
3: defend Undertaker's honor because Corbin halfway through the show just just cut a scathing promo, I guess, on Undertaker. And so Jeff Hardy wins, and I'm cutting right to the or heading right to the, the end of the show. And, and he wins, and it literally felt like a moment where everybody's standing around like, all
1: right, what do we do next? Yeah. Is this where Mark comes out? Is it where we're supposed to genuflect before The Undertaker? Do you remember that, that skit? This is a really obscure skit on Saturday Night Live. Do you remember the Brock Toon skit? No. Tom Hanks was like kidnapped by some crazed Mr. Belvedere fans or something? And, and they gave him the nickname Brock Tune, and it was a bunch of crazy people like basically worshiping Mr. Belvedere. Interesting. That's what tonight felt like. <laughs> it's like, you're right. The Undertaker didn't show up. They showed a bunch of video of them. They showed like a picture of them, but they, there was no Undertaker. Yeah. It was just weird. It was like
3: awkward. Like It was, it was, it was, it was like they're having a, a, a retirement ceremony for somebody who decided no show their own retirement ceremony. <laughs>
1: Yeah, exactly. That's
3: what it felt like. The <laughs> <Yeah>. Harry <laughs> Retirement ceremony for someone <laughs> that they just decided to do spur of the minute. Oh, the person who's retiring can't show up. Well, party must go on. Yeah, exactly.
1: You know? And like at the beginning that was a huge thing was missing. There was like a really awkward the like the roster that hasn't been decimated by COVID comes out <laughs> and they start doing like a thank you taker clap and it's just the most awkward and like at least Shinsuke and Cesaro are back there giving it the most half ass because they're at least trying to keep it kayfabe. Yeah, Yeah. Uh, it, it was it was weird. Uh, they showed the Boneyard match uh, Yeah. and that took up about like up till that. It was about 45 minutes, I think. Mm-hmm. Like, that sounds right. I think it was about 10 to the hour. Because they Before ran, I started watching like during some, variant promo. Some pretty decent tributes. Yeah, just, I mean, they, it was like cutting room floor from the Last Ride stuff. Totally, totally.
3: I mean, there was actually some stuff that was from it was Inters actually throughout. Yeah. That was actually like a uh, Batista. Some of Batista's stuff was from edges stuff.
1: You, I had already. Yeah, yeah, that was in that. Yeah. yeah.
3: So it was kind of some outtakes plus some stuff they used for the Last Ride. Some interview bits. Um, so.
1: That's good. I mean, hey, I get hey, it. Handsome be wonderful here as a good idea. Every, they should have had the performance center trainees dressed in cosplay Undertaker. That'd have been amazing. Like, put a bunch of purple lights in there. Just make it like yeah. the set. Make the set look Undertaker. Yeah, yeah,
3: sure. Couldn't make the, have the main event be like uh, I don't know some sort of Taker style gimmick
1: match? Did they have, what. Did they have like one of those weird 3D graphics for Taker in this? Because they, they they still do the 3D graphics these days. Yeah, yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. Do a taker one. What the heck? Yeah, no. Get his logo up there or something. Yeah.
3: Anyway. Yeah. So, Baron Anyway, Corbin, so the first whole, yeah. basically, first 50 minutes of the show was all taker stuff. Mm hmm. Taker, taker, and more taker, boneyard match, uh, so on and so forth. Conclusion of the boneyard match Baron Corbin Baron? comes out and he said, more or less says, Well, look at that. They say the Undertaker's done. His last match was a boneyard match. Why do they call it a boneyard match?
1: 'Cause he's an That's old what undertaker is. He's old an old bag, bag of, bones. of bones. And then he said Still he I uh, love what he used to be. He kisses up to a certain family <sighs> in wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> and,
3: and he, he says said, who has yeah. a
1: thirty year career? No one. Unless you're collared and protected my boss did you already mention that he said he was the founding member of the kiss my ass Club? yeah no i didn't but yeah i have that he here. said that he said he's been stealing money he's been stealing money from the wwe for the last 30 years he's been holding young talent down he says all these fools shan't thank you taker he's i won't thank him i'm not gonna thank him yeah. i got one final thought from mark calloway you suck You suck so then jeff hardy gets all upset about that for some reason and then uh, he attacks Corbin, kicks him out of the ring. That sets well, up Jeff Hardy way.
3: had a really good
1: match against Undertaker
3: on Raw like 20 years ago. Oh, yeah, I know. So that's why.
1: Yeah. No, I get it. Well, later on, he says why later. He says, I consider him a mentor. He's, he says. <laughs> he he's wrestling Mount Rushmore <laughs> for Undertakers. That's a hell of a Mount Rushmore. That's a hell of a Mount Rushmore. Well, let's see. You have original Undertaker.
3: Oh, have, there's like uh,
1: 10 takers that you could put on there.
3: American Badass. You can have Big Evil.
1: And you can have Unholy Trinity Undertaker. There you go. I mean, and that's only, that's only four of them. There's like, if you look, somebody, somebody put together on Twitter like 30 years of Undertaker, and it's literally just a picture of him from every year of his career. I swear, every year he looks a little bit different. Mm-hmm. I mean, every year he literally looks a year older. But but like uh, in terms of his his gear, yeah, his, and stuff. Yeah, he's he's always changing. It's it. Different yeah. all yeah, the even if changing. it's like subtle changes. Like if you look, you know, I mean, in nineteen ninety nine, he was like all black, very goth looking. That was only two years removed from him dressing in purple a bunch. Mm-hmm. Well, black and purple. So yeah, and then like only two years after that or three years after that, he's the American badass. That dude was changing yeah. all the time. Yeah, he was. He was.
3: So Jeff Hardy's interview. Yeah, he, he's asked about. Baron's comments that they hit a nerve. He's like, "Yeah, the Undertaker has been a mentor. Again, Hardy's Mount Rushmore wrestling is four Undertakers." He said he's got to defend the honor of the Undertaker against Baron Corbin. More or less challenges him to a match. He says, "Oh, this is a challenge." And oh, I went to Dead Man University, and uh, tonight I forgot. He said he he majored in dishing out pain or
1: something. Was like that, that like one of them fake Trump schools? <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think you just you just you just pay your tuition, they mail you a diploma. <laughs> it's just a scam. <laughs> Twenty five thousand uh, dollars. I'll teach you how to, to be buy- a graduate of Dead Man. You. <laughs> I'll teach you how to navigate the rivers, Stig. I know. You you have a a bachelor of science, the navigation of,
3: of undead rivers. <laughs> 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 anyway, say so he's gonna dish out a lesson in respect to Barry Corbin. That's what Jeff Hardy said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'll practice maritime law on the River Stygian
1: <laughs> Oh man! Uh, after that, we had a uh, mm. pretty decent. Uh, uh, was this? This is a tag match. Alexa Bliss and Nikki Craig was No, that, this was a. This, was this is a fatal four-way. T-
3: <laughs> is this where you took your
1: nap? <laughs> Wait a this second. Was a, this is the number one contender match. For what? For the women's title. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> I, thought, I thought this was I thought this was a contender for the tag title match. So, hold on a second. No,
3: did you not see Nikki try to roll up Alexa Bliss at one
1: point? Oh, no, I didn't. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I missed that part. <laughs> wow, the, man, they fooled me. The tag champions were there. Do
3: you think it was a tornado tag match because all four of them were in the match? The kind of. Course, yeah, to much. be
1: honest with you, I did. I was like, man, they're not really obeying the rules of this tag match, right? He's now. He's like, what is this? An AEW tag match? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> oh man, I was gonna crack a joke there and I didn't <laughs> about the depth of the AEW women's division. Oh, man. No, anyways. Yeah, wow, that's a mind blower. Cool. So, yeah, Nikki Cross won that. That's rad. Yeah, it was pretty
3: funny when they were making their entrances and Lacey tosses. You know, she has her skirt. She wears her entrance gear. And then she throws it at Sasha and Bailey, who are out there in commentary. And then she turns around and points her butt at them.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good stuff.
3: That was pretty hilarious. Anyways, yeah, Nikki won this. It was pretty great. Um, and... uh so the finish saw alexa go for twisted bliss on dana brooke uh dana gets her knees up uh nikki then drop kicks her out of the ring and then so it's uh, alexa and nikki they're both like looking at each other like okay we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna take out Lacey together uh they don't Lacey fights them off uh dana comes in she eats a woman's right (laughs) and then nikki rolls up Lacey evans deep i think
1: I'm thinking of, of uh, I was listening. There was a clip from a Wrestling Observer from the mon- yeah. from Money in the Bank, and Alvarez was uh, was bitching about Otis, uh, like winning. Yeah, and he was like, uh, he was like, he had a, he broke the ladder. How did he get up there? It didn't make sense how he got up there and and got the briefcase. And the guy was like, he didn't get the briefcase. It yeah, yeah, Fell yeah, yeah. to him. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even hear this. It ris- <laughs> popped in your head. I'm like, because I didn't realize this was a tag match. Oh god! Gotcha, and it, cra- gotcha, it, it gotcha. cracked me up. It cracked me up when he did that because I'm like, you weren't paying attention. Hey, at least this just. At least I pay attention to Money in the Bank. I you was do. I was knocked down on that couch over there for the SmackDown. <laughs> I'm sorry. They gave me a fucking Undertaker tribute episode. What am I supposed I to know. do? Stay awake?
3: <laughs> yeah. Well, you oh, you, you, miss, you miss Lacey Evans doing the Lars Sullivan, the old school Lars Sullivan entrance. <laughs> uh, I'll go back and watch it because uh, that was hilarious. She like it's... throws the screwdriver, turns around, and like I, in my mind, she turns around, points to her butt, and
0: <laughs> does that.
1: You know, <laughs> you're such a juvenile. Uh, well, I'm gonna hey, I'm gonna load up uh, that match. Oh, it's like that's like in an hour. Never mind. All right. Well, I'm gonna load that uh, an hour from now. I'm gonna check out that part just for It's, a, it's not it's not a long match either. They, they, Out they of my it head quick. it was like 15 minutes. It was long. It must have been a really refreshing nap then. <laughs> God, oh, I feel great now. <laughs> <laughs> he said, I didn't make any sense. I didn't get up that ladder again. <laughs> he didn't.
3: Did he pay attention?
1: It's the finish of the, of the biggest match, man.
3: Oh, God, that was funny. Hmm. Asia Merch says, yeah, the Bobby Lashley pose. That's what Lacey Evans did. Yeah.
1: Nah, man, it was, it was it was pretty. Great. Lars Sullivan it was great. did it. Lars Sullivan was great when he did that, because he just comes out there, <laughs> he bends over. Oh, I miss Lars. Forget and killer, so.
3: forget Killer Cross. Give me Lars Sullivan. I'm pretty sure Sasha did this in response. She did. <gasps> yeah, I did great. see a bit of them. They were pretty funny. Yeah, they're pretty good. Uh, after that, we had a new day and Lucha House Party hanging out backstage. In comes Knockboard Cesaro. In comes uh, Miz and Morrison. They're all arguing because they have eight-man tag match next. This was a tag match, Steve. Uh,
1: yeah. No, I saw it, so I totally missed that part. But I did catch uh, when Cesaro and Lindsay were going at it in the middle of the ring. Holy crap, give me more of that because Cesaro's like super strong. And then Lindsay, if you if he's got a good base, holy yeah. crap, he could do some really spectacular stuff. That was really fun Heck to watch. Yeah, and, uh, and I did see that Grand Metal got the win here. That was awesome. That was surprising.
3: That was great. I mean, I, th- I was worried that Luch House Party were going to be in that match to take the L because uh, either Nakamura or and going to get the pin because they're building towards them against New Day. Yeah. Instead,
1: they brawl up the ramp during the finish of the match. Mm-hmm. So that was great. Yeah, no, I thought this was really cool. This I actually did think was a tag match, but I thought it was a fatal four way tag match. That's what I thought this was. And this then they like won, an and then they all started like cheering together, and I'm like, oh, it was an eight man? Why do they do that? This recap is starting to feel like drunk history. I'll be honest with you. I'm okay with, for this episode of SmackDown. I'm totally <laughs> fine with that. All right, fair enough. Fair enough. I do wish I was actually drunk, though. It'd make it like like even, I offered to bring you a fun. beverage. I didn't realize it was empty. Se- were you actually serious about that? Would no, you come over to my house, minutes, man? You should come over here.
3: You should postmate
1: some booze. Uh I want no. Nah, I'm good, man. I just want some more water. Do you have any beer at your house? Yeah, I got a, I got some Pacificos.
3: You go, crack one open.
1: No, I'm good. I just, I mean, I, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm gonna have some banana bread after this, man. I bet banana bread and beer probably tastes hella good. You know, there's banana bread beer. Mm, mmm, don't want that. Mmm, don't like it. So, anyways, you, you have tried it. Mmm, don't want it. It's not bad. Mm. It's more nutty. It's got more of a nutty flavor than banana flavor. These nutty. After that, we had King Corbett interview. He's asked about uh, Jeff Hardy's comments about Dead Man University. He said, uh, where did Taker's mentorship get Hardy? In and out of jail. He said he's going to teach (laughs) Jeff Hardy a lesson in reality. He should follow Taker's example and hang him up. Hardy should rest in peace
3: Yeah. Uh, next, we had a Braun Strowman interview. He comes down to the ring. Uh, this was way better than him trying to smile.
1: Um, uh, and
3: I actually think, I thought yeah, he actually did a pretty good job here.
1: Okay, so by the end of it, I regret having hated the first part of it. Because when okay. he comes out there and he's like, <clears throat> Okay, <clears throat> I'm going to tell you a story now. Long ago. It, it sounded like he started to read out of a book. Like the dialogue felt like it was... Prose. It felt like it was from a book, and then yeah. by the time he get, and then he starts talking about. So he lost me there, and then he starts talking about. Uh, I, I pull up in my Kia Soul to the swamp, and I'm hanging out with Bray, and there's a, a snake that crawls out of the swamp, and then it starts biting him on the face a bunch of times, and I'm like, what? He that happened? That like that's real? That's crazy. And that so crazy. So like I don't know. It was just like a really really. The story was cool, but it just felt so out of place with Braun. And so it was goofy to me. But then by the end, when he stopped like projecting and he was like talking a bit more like, I don't know, he just felt more. I think by halfway into the story, he just felt yeah, yeah, a yeah. lot more comfortable. I feel, like, I feel
3: like it takes about five to eight sentences into a promo before Braun feels comfortable it was, within it.
1: Here's the thing. It was a lot of material for him to read stumble once either and he didn't stumble. And by the end he was much better. Yeah. Um, And he was like actually pretty sinister. And then they did like a double laughing thing where you hear the fiend mm-hmm. or Bray laughing rather. Mm-hmm. And then he starts laughing too. I, my only thing about this is I think that because of the material and because we've seen like, for example, edges promo and raw, this, I think, could have been really much more effective if he wasn't standing in that weird empty ring, you know, or the empty arena. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah If they yeah, would have filmed
1: nothing. it in a way, I think, it, especially given that that's supposed to be the cinematic match. Yeah. Like, why Why don't you build it with bronze side of things on in cinematic? I and- mean, I'll put this out there. We know there's a
3: lot of last-minute rewrites for the show. Yeah, I know, I know. Maybe the situation could have been great if they'd gone out somewhere outside of Orlando where I'm sure, you know, I don't know how the Everglades was a trip from Orlando, but I'm sure they could find something that's a little kind of swampy mm-hmm. somewhere in central Florida yeah. to shoot this, to give it some vibe. Um, so, you know, I understand that point, but at the same time, you know, if, if this is a thing that they were rewriting up to the last minute, um, it might just not be possible. Yeah, to, that to,
1: that's to, entirely to possible. I mean, like all told, I thought that he was, by the end, I, I bought into it. I thought it was pretty cool. Um, yeah, so, I mean they yeah. they they
3: added a wrinkle to a story to mm-hmm. the story, mm-hmm. and Braun supplied some uh some backstory to you know because you know he just showed up as a member of the Wyatt family. Yeah, he seemed like he was a a member for a cup of coffee pretty much, and then he was separated from them
1: in the draft. It felt yeah, it felt like a, a Boom Studios comic. Um, it did yeah, it which did. W- which in a good way. So yeah, yeah, he talks about how you know when he saw that, you know, the snake kept on biting him, Uh, 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 Bray kept on laughing, and then he realized that he was in the presence of evil, he felt Bray was the serpent, he was the devil, Um, so he said, you know, I was enamored by the feat I just witnessed, so I started doing the devil's work, and I loved every second of it, Uh, he says, part of me still does, Uh, I'm sorry, part of me still, yeah, does, Uh, he said, I've been trying to lock that side of me away, but it calls for me, and I can't go on living like this. So Braun needs to purge, basically, Bray Wyatt from him. And so he suggests they go back to that swamp. Um, He said uh, he's either going to come out of this as the most evil son of a bitch, or he's going to rip Bray apart, drag him into the swamp, and let the alligators finish him. He's ready to go to the swamp to Bray's home and turn into the place of Bray's destruction. Uh, And then they they do the laughing stuff.
3: Yeah. I thought, you know, in terms of advance of the story, I thought they did a pretty good job. Um, Yeah, I, I agree. I can agree with that. Um, and and you know regardless of broad performance, he did an effective job advancing the story. So and you know they're starting to set up. This was you know f- came just short of an official challenge to a cinematic swap match, mm-hmm. but you know that's the groundwork here.
1: Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, and, it reminded uh, me a scene uh, out of a scene of, uh, of Eyes Wide Shut when they were at that party and he was like Fidelio. Uh, after that, we had Jeff Hardy versus Baron Corbin. Uh, and the toast to Jeff Hardy has been rescheduled next week. So this was our main event, uh, yeah. and they had uh, everybody, include... I like this, I like this little touch. So I know we're in the middle of this COVID stuff, and obviously they just want to like ram all this down our throat. So they had everybody gathering ringside. Uh, shout out to the uh, which USO is healthy these days, Jimmy. I don't remember. Me neither. But he had a he had his mask on. My cl- my bandana. thing is here's the thing with that because I know it's because it would.
3: At first they weren't out there. They, they they do a bit where Hardy misses Whisper in the Wind, Corbin tosses him in the ring post, and he's striking the Undertaker post. We go to a commercial, we come back, then like the face locker room's down there. And everybody else was on the show except Riddle. I think it's Jay, I think it's Jay Uso. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I guess yeah. Riddle wasn't on there. Sorry, Drew Gulak wasn't on there. Yeah. But like everybody's involved in something, so I understood why they were there. Yeah. I think yeah, it's yeah. Jay, uh Jay Uso. Okay. But he hasn't been on TV since his brother got hurt uh he was in that I, one I, he was in that one oh he was involved in the, uh, the inter- intercontinental title thing he was like i would be intercontinental champion that's yeah. right but that was weeks ago Oh, it was so my, ago, I,
1: yeah.
3: I just saw him out there i was like why do they have him come out in the middle of a pandemic to a show that he's just going to stand around ringside and then he's going to go home
1: yeah I, I mean they the commentary just said you know these are the people who want to show support to jeff hardy <clears throat> to 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 honor the, the legacy of the Undertaker, yeah. Legacy, yeah. So I don't know, man. The dude he probably got paid a little extra to be on T V. It um, is Ju, Uso, officially. It is Jay yeah, Uso. Yeah, chat's been saying it's Jay. Uh so uh so yeah. Anyways, I mean this is a fun enough match. Uh Corbin was mocking the Undertaker doing his pose here and there. Uh that's when the wrestlers circle the ring, start rooting mm-hmm. on Jeff Hardy. I like this. This is great. He says, your note here says, wrestlers circle the ring to root on Hardy as he beats up Jeff Hardy. Do no, we have sorry, a raw gate situation here? We do. We do. Sorry. It's Baird. Corbett beats up Jeff Hardy. No, that's Oops. great. Uh, so let's see here. Anyways. Uh, Anyways,
3: yeah. The, I guess the, the uh, finish of the match Barrett, included. <laughs> Baird hits a deep six. Hardy kicks out two. He rolls out of the ring. He's leaning up against the ring steps. Baird charges. Jeff moves. Baron of the Ring steps. Hardy tosses him back in the ring. Swanton for the win. Uh, So uh, after the bell, uh, Hardy's kind of leaning against the ropes, trying to gather himself. Corbin lays him out. Kofi comes in. He eats a punch, and then Big E is is in next. He drops Baron with a big ending. Mm -hmm. And so uh, Hardy, Jeff Hardy's like, "Hey Braun, get in here." Braun obliges. Power slam, and then Mm -hmm. Hardy calls him Matt Riddle. He's like, "Bro." And then Floating Bro from him. And then uh, Jeff Hardy throws up a taker pose, so he takes a knee, <laughs> you know, doing this. While there's a still of Undertaker from some WrestleMania
1: yeah. up on the Tron. The only way it would have been better is if it was like a pixely picture of the Undertaker, like out of gear, you know, like hanging out with Michelle or something like that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like no. a fan signing. <laughs> you no, know, it's doing that picture
3: this. from the it was episode four where he's doing this. He's rolling his eyes about talking about Vince not yeah, letting me starcast That
1: would have been great. Oh, that would have been Oh god, I want to Photoshop that now. I still wanna Photoshop that thing. They do that or uh god damn it, I had a good one. They put up his Starcast announcement. There you go. They put up his Starcast announcement. Oh, oh my goodness. Oh, they put up a picture of Primetime, Brian Lee.
3: There you go. Oh, Lord. And it says, Kane, the Undertaker. (laughs) 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 Oh,
1: my goodness. Oh, damn. It's so hokey, dude. It's so cheesy. It really
3: is. It really is. They threw a retirement party for someone who wasn't even there.
1: (laughs) And he's not even retired. No, he's going to come back. He's not even retired. He's probably going to be back before the end of the year. He's probably gonna be back in Survivor Series because it's his 30th anniversary. Yep. Oh, Lordy B. Hey, I <sighs> guarantee you, though, man, they were probably just like scrambling to do whatever. And it was like, I mean, in a pinch, it's a good idea. And now look, and this is better than I could have done. <laughs> yeah, man, in terms of putting on a wrestling show. It's like,
3: oh, God, we got to write the show Wednesday afternoon. What the hell are we going to do? <laughs>
1: yeah. Call up NXT. You know? Yeah, I know. Exactly, yeah. You <laughs> don't yeah. have
3: anybody that can show up. Call up NXT. Mm-hmm. Guess what? Smackdown is NXT now, you know? Yeah, exactly. my idea. Yeah. It'd be the best I could do. Oh, Anyways, man. Well, you want to answer some questions? Yeah, sure. All right, Ryan K. Lamb says, I can get some local Chicago area wrestlers on the show. <laughs> there we go. Hunter here
1: in chat says, they should have thrown up the Nookie video. <laughs> Did it all for the Nookie. The what? <laughs> the Nookie. The what? We can get that cookie. Uh,
3: Asian Merc says, so Jeff Hardy confirmed to harness Taker's powers via the
1: pose. Apparently. There you go. Oh, God dang it. That's, I can't wait. I can't wait for like years from now for uh, Conrad to talk about this episode with Bruce Pritchard. I know. I know. Uh, Diehard Homer, if
3: Braun loses this feud, will he revert back to when he destroyed everything? I
1: hope so. That'd be rad. because that, that was I'd, peak Braun. I would like that Braun. That Braun I mean, was honestly, fun. Braun has got to be like, he's. they got to take him in as like a project now at this point. Because it ain't good. It's not working. Uh, Nemo asks, who in the crowd had the best looking mask on? <clears throat> I didn't really get to, I mean, I know there were some like SmackDown logo masks. Yeah, I saw those. Those are the only ones that I really that stood out to me. www.com is selling like logo masks on 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 shop. Hey, you know what I bought the other day? Hmm. Uh Big Jeff linked me to uh, uh, uh the mask logo, the cartoon mask. Oh, that's cool. So it cool. says Mask. Yeah. But it's the cartoon. I'm that's hyped. Neat. I'm so excited about that. We got to make Friendo Club ones, man.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Dang MQ, Undertaker will either be back for Mania, he says 36 by soon 37, or the next Saudi show, whatever comes first. Don't forget Survivor
1: Series. That's the 30th anniversary. Mm-hmm. Uh, Let's see here. Uh, PJ Segundo says, I kind of want to see a tag team with Jeff Hardy and Matt Riddle. All right. James Fletcher, based on what happened at WWE and during the show, <laughs> do you think this should have happened? Based on what happened at WWE? I should have probably read that one before I saw it. I don't quite get your meaning he says based Wait, say on what, based on what happened at w w e and during the show, do you think this should have happened maybe there was more to the question that he didn't put down
3: maybe maybe um local maybe he Doug wrote that way was sleeping like me you forgot to mention big e rolling to the ring yes he rolled down the ramp yes it's great uh, he's the best
1: uh, let's see here uh if you're James Rodriguez, if you're a mid to low card talent on WWE roster right now and you saw some of the top stars either unable or refusing to work due to COVID, would you voice your concerns for your own health and safety or would you try to use this as an opportunity to get some TV time and make a name for yourself? It all, For me personally, it would all depend. If I had the family that I have now, I would totally pull a Kevin Owens and a Roman Reigns and Sami Zayn mm-hmm. and beef. Mm-hmm. I'd be out of there. I don't care where I stand on the card. Um, mm-hmm. if I was, if I was single and I, just living by myself and on the low end of the card, absolutely, I would do it. It might be, it might be worth a roll of the dice. I would, I would try my damnedest to like, just sort of take care of myself, be like, okay, I'm going to wear a mask everywhere except when the camera's on me. Yeah. Otherwise Wash I my got my hands all the time, on. not touch my face
3: at all. Mm-hmm. But when you're in the ring, you know.
1: I and would the, ask uh, him. You know, I'd be like, hey, can I uh, be a mass wrestler for the time being?
3: Or here, I'd be like, where am I? Where's my match on, on, on the show? No, I want to be the first match after you change the, the match.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
3: Exactly. Uh, Anthony uh, says Do Undertaker giving Braun advice on how to get over like he did? I assume get Braun to get over like the Undertaker
1: did. Listen, Braun, it's too late for you. Taker, I have a great idea. Go ahead. I'm going to make myself into a train. Mm, like Thomas the Tank Engine, my daughter loves that shit. You're one of the best gimmicks. No, the best gimmick of all time. My gimmick's going to be man-train. <laughs> I like it. You should run with it. Or should I say roll with it, choo-choo? <laughs> it's the Stroman Express. Dad, you're just ripping off Lex Luger now, you idiot. <laughs> he was on a bus. Christopher side. After Corbin's savage shoot promo on The Undertaker. (laughs) Christopher with the zinger here. I love it. He says, after Corbin's savage shoot promo on The Undertaker, confirm Undertaker versus King Corbin at 37. Corbin will become the new legend killer after retiring Angle and maybe Taker. And then he makes sure to punctuate it by saying, laugh my ass off. (laughs)
0: I think he's probably
1: high when he was writing this. Um, It's entirely possible. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, it is. So the funny thing is they set this up as if Undertaker is going to have a match with Corbin. But like all they did was they had Jeff Hardy be Undertaker's proxy. That's exactly what it was. It's just weird. So it makes now look. Here's the funny thing is Vince doesn't want people to think that a match is going to happen and yet now, I'm sure plenty of people are probably... Even though they said, oh, he's retired, people are probably thinking, oh, he's going to come out of retirement to face Corbin.
3: No, he's not, because he lost Jeff Hardy, and Jeff Hardy was fighting for Undertaker's uh, honor.
1: Yeah. Story it's done. over. It's done. Story That's over. Done. That's it's done. over.
3: That's done. Uh, Brendan says, I bought a fiend mask from WB Shop on May 4th, and it's still processing.
1: Hmm. Well, you know, COVID. Uh, uh, Alex Foster, if you guys were encouraged to hit Baron with your moves, like everybody else was tonight, yeah. what would they be, both individual and tag team? What's our tag team finisher, Larson? Uh, double kick to the front area. Oh, I like it. How about this? Like, you know how, like, Kenny and Hangman, they do, like, the sandwich move? Like, it's the, yeah. the buckshot lariat yeah. and the V-trigger? We yeah, do the yeah. same with super kicks. I kick the butthole, you kick the dick. I love it. That's great. I That's love, awesome. it. love it. That's awesome. Love it. And then what individual uh, move would you give them? Uh, kick to the front area. Oh, still just that, okay. Mm-hmm. I'll do kick to the butthole also. There you go.
3: Uh, Omega Advent, mm-hmm. would you guys rather direct the highest grossing movie of all time, but have that movie be poorly reviewed, or make a movie that doesn't make much money back,
1: but is considered the best movie ever made? Highest grossing movie of all time, but it's not well reviewed. Well, it depends. Is this the only movie I ever get to do? Oh, that's a good question. Because I was going to say you take the profit, Assuming that you got points, uh, you take that and you make a well reviewed movie. Yeah. But the problem is that if this is your first movie, you're not going to get a bunch of back end. Probably. You get a lot of stroke, though, so you can kind of
3: make the movie you want to make, hopefully. And then you might get more stroke directing a high, uh, movie that makes a ton of money
1: as opposed to making something that's critically uh, uh, applauded. Yeah. I mean, dude, And look- also, if it's. One Sorry, of our one of our favorite movies we mentioned in the pre-stream is a, a recent times is Nightcrawler, mm-hmm. and then the movie the guy did after that was like not really memorable.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: So, you know, maybe in if, one sense,
3: if it's the only thing you get to do, I'd probably make the assuming there's decent points at the back end, make the highest grossing
1: movie ever made, make one movie, make millions off it. Get into something else, just bowl for the rest of your life.
3: Yeah, man. There you go. And get into bowling. Take a uh, uh, bowling. Take one the class every semester at a local beauty college. And that'd be bowling, just so I could bowl for whatever it costs
1: for a unit. Would they let? Would they let me take bowling class, given that I've already bowled a three? Well, I don't know. Uh, Rain trigger. Would you rather take JBL's clothesline from hell, ooh, or a Stan Hansen lariat? Not. Nah, I'd, I'd rather take JBL's clothesline from hell. They both seem pretty stiff.
3: Saldis, with Sasha's great handling of the Sammy situation, do you think she and Alexa finally buried their feud?
0: You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well, inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that.
1: Um. Wait. Who? Alexa and Sasha? Yeah. I don't know. I wouldn't be shocked if that was overblown first, and two, if they are past all that and have been for a while. Yeah, that's entirely possible. That's my. That's just. That's based on nothing. But you know, at at a certain point, you just learn to to live with each other, so to mm-hmm. speak. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, it didn't seem there was nothing shady going on. They had it. They had some interaction over the past couple months, and they seemed fine. Like yeah. I didn't notice any potatoes, so to speak. No, no, and that was one of those
3: things when they feuded that for that spell. You know, a few years back, it seemed like they were kind of really.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, they weren't necessarily mm-hmm.
3: pull. Po- I mean, they're polar punches, but there were some stiff shots in that whole that whole program. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, there. But the the more re- more recent feud, you it, 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 it didn't get that feeling, you know. Right. Uh, fear and loathing. GM Undertaker to suit debuts on SmackDown next week. What's his first promo sound
1: like? I'm not retired. He so I got a lot of work that I can still do. I love talking to the young people on this show, so I'm going to start making some matches around here. There's a new sheriff in town. First up, River Stigion match. Get out the kiddie pool with the red uh, food coloring. Uh, Stephen
3: Fate. Time for a whirlpool. Of- <laughs> <laughs> do you think Vince self-quarantines himself when he goes back to New York or Connecticut, I guess?
1: Fuck, <laughs> No.
3: No, I don't. Well, here's the thing. Who, I can't remember who said uh, recently. Was it Aaron on his podcast? It was Arn That he, that Arne, he like Vince doesn't do anything other than work, go to the gym, and, and sleep four hours a day. So like on the road, he gets in the town, goes to the hotel, gets up, works out, goes to the venue, works all day, repeat. So self-quarantine, no. But I think by the nature of how he operates, he's not around a ton of people.
1: Yeah, you're probably, like, his life is sort of... Especially outside of Titan Towers, he's not around a bunch of people. Yeah, that could be. That could be.
3: Uh, Jonathan has a finisher idea for us. Steve gets behind the opponent, set them up in atomic drop position, but instead of a knee, you have Larson uh, hang off his front like a backstabber to the groin. Oh, so like a knee to the front area as you're doing atomic drop. I get it. Okay, yeah.
1: That seems like a lot. I'd rather do the super kicks to the bottom. Yeah, super kicks, the, the, the sandwich super kick, yeah. Uh, Dog Authority figure. When Cameron Grimes makes it to main roster, who would make an entertaining feud? He says he'd like to see Grimes versus Daniel Bryan. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah, that'd be good. Uh, okay, Fear and Loathing says,
3: Larson, despite your jovial giddiness that Unsolved Mysteries was over, I
1: took no pleasure in that revelation. Yeah, he, he, he mentioned that last night that I was when not I, Giddy when I brought it up, you seem to have a twinkle in your eye and he was not no, appreciative of that. That was nonsense. I feel for you because I know how much you enjoy that. And I saw that I was, a, I might
3: tease you a little bit about it, but there's no, there's no, there's no giddiness. There's no happiness I get
1: from you being upset. None. I, I, I did not detect any giddiness from you Mm-mm. and I'm always on alert for that yeah um he said they had the best you guys had the best episode last night you filled me in earlier today and it sounded like fun oh it was a blast it was absolutely a blast it was great uh man we had i swear it was like four or five updates we had like two double updates and a regular update and then there was a lady who had like brain damage from like a a jim duggan-esque two by four to the head and then she, like, rebounded, and she was, like, talking great now. So, yeah, it was, it was cool. And, and our channel has not been uh, banned. So that's probably the most important aspect of
3: things. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, Saldez says, did you guys see Oscar trolling Andrade and Charlotte during their dinner date on social media? It was awesome. I did not see that.
1: I did not see that. That sounds fun. That, did, that sounds pretty fun. Uh, somebody uh, here in chat mentioned something about Gary Cassidy. Uh, wait a second. Is this Hmm. true? Hmm.
0: Uh,
1: so Gary Cassidy at wrestling Gary, we know Gary. We like Gary. He's great. He's been on top of a lot of the COVID stuff as well. Says sources have indicated to me that while the plan is for a Matt Riddle versus Baron Corbin rivalry going forward, Corbin only recently found out about those plans and wasn't too happy with them. Insisting that Riddle should have to defeat five enhancement talents before facing him. Meanwhile, the plan for Matt Riddle's first major opponent outside of NXT to be Baron Corbin has been in place for a while, as illustrated at both Survivor Series and the Rumble. The plans for Riddle to deb- debut on SmackDown and work with Corbin were ramped up back in March. He says, I should clarify this is what one person really close to the situation told me, and it's been clarified with another. Either way, it'll be really interesting to see how this rivalry plays out. Sorry, Baron. You're just really not that high up on the totem pole. No. You're the perfect first job for Matt Riddle. Yeah. You really are. Yep. Oh, my goodness. That dude's going to end up being the worst politicker ever. That's hilarious. Maybe.
3: Uh, whiteberry 92 asks, Would you rather randomly time travel plus or minus 20 years every time you fart or teleport to a different place on Earth every time you sneeze? I sneeze far less often than I fart so give me the teleport teleportation thing at least I'm still in my own time uh, you know so it's uh, you know just like a, a trip a plane trip uh, away from being home
1: okay so what would be the, the what would be the, the 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 cord that pulls you back to your own time like yeah, is this no. like a farting version of quantum leap where you never get home because if it's like oh I farted, and I'm in like medieval times, and then I see like some guys screaming at me, saying, "Hey, you're a witch," or whatever they did. No, I so see he said plus or minus 20 years. So as far as you could go back to oh. the 20, 20, 20, or 2040, two thousand or sorry, 2040. 2000, sorry, man, two thousand yeah. was 20 years ago. Gosh, darn it, that's crazy. I, know. Uh, I would rather have that because I really love time travel, and yeah, I'd, I'd rather have that. I mean, that might interrupt. I mean, the crappy thing is like when you're sitting on the toilet and then you fart before poop, then you're just like squatting. Randomly. Yeah, that, that's
3: the thing. Like, you, 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 yeah, exactly. You time travel 20 years in the past. Mm, okay. And you just yeah. show up there squatting, try to do, make doo doo.
1: Dude, what if you, you end up in like, like at home a, on your toilet? Yeah, but man, there are so many crappy places on the planet. I and then, that. like, okay, so let me, okay, so you sneeze. You end up in the middle of the Pacific. How are you just going to, can you just generate a sneeze again? Let's say that another sneeze gets you back home. How difficult would it be to sneeze again? I can't, I'm not really great at just.
3: Usually if I'm sneezing, it's I'll sneeze again within, you know, a stretch. I'm not like a a person who sneezes back to back to back to back right
1: away. Sometimes I do. My sneezes Uh, are relatively easily interrupted though. Like, oh. I'll start sneezing and Lacey will walk up to me. She'll be like, ah! So, like, start screaming. And then I'll just stop. I won't sneeze. Which I think is actually probably abusive, to be honest with you. Wow. Yeah. I need to call somebody on her. Anyways, uh, is that it? Yeah, that's all, all right. I got. Thanks, everybody, for your uh, time and patience with me. Uh, uh, and for tuning in. Of course, uh, we'll be back. Hey, are we going to do... We got to do a dark side. Do you want to do that? Do you want to try to do that tomorrow? you doing anything?
3: Uh, I got something going on in the, in the, around lunchtime.
1: Okay. Well, like, if there's any other time We got, in the day. we got match Chat. We got match Chat we can put up on Sunday. Um, oh, Chat. Or we Chat. can do Dark Side. I walked it, I watched it like a week
3: and a half ago, so I'll try to remember, what I can't.
1: Okay, we can do it right now really quick. It's really depressing, and a lot of people die. Devon Von Erichs. That's the episode. <laughs> Whatever, this is, let's just take our weekend, okay? All right, sure. All right. Thanks for watching everybody. We'll talk to you later. Goodbye.